morning, good afternoon, good evening, just hello everyone, hello, 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 and welcome to the Prayer Helper Broadcast. I'm so happy uh, to be in the land of a living and to be able to share this moment with you today, January 27, 2020. I'm really excited about what God is doing. And I know we hear that word all the time. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. But I am. And I hope that you are as well. God is uh, defining, building definition within us. Um, He is creating and orchestrating and positioning, solidifying. He's doing so many wonderful things for us intrinsically, just internally. And I, for one, am really, really grateful. I hope that you have been getting substantial meat. Um, I hope that you've been getting really, just really good support and encouragement from these broadcasts, these podcasts from the blog, if you're reading that. Um, And if so, let me know that. Let me know how I can continue to help you. Uh, Let me know where you're struggling. I really do want to pray for you. I really do want to see God move in your life, in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So with that, I want us to get right into today's post, um, today's broadcast, today's blog. And if you're unfamiliar with this blog that I'm speaking about, it is found on theprayerhelper.com. Theprayerhelper.com. And so today's blog is entitled, Occupy Until I Come. Hallelujah. Yesterday, Sunday, uh, January 26th, was a hard day for a lot of people um, as we learned about the death of Kobe Bryant. Excuse me. And right around that time, my best friend had texted me after church. I was sitting in the office uh, doing some math homework. I've enrolled in a intermediate algebra course and it is not fun and if I hear one more person say oh math is easy I might just step on your big toe hallelujah but yesterday afternoon my best friend texted me um, and she was asking about my participation in this year's national day of prayer local events I was blessed enough to be asked to participate in um, an event, a local event last year, right here at our administration building, at the executive building where all the county functions go down, there was a National Day of Prayer event and I was included in that. Do y'all know how humbling that is? I was elated and thankful and still am uh, very, very humble very, very grateful to have been included in such a sacred and strategic proceeding. So yesterday when my best friend, her name is Shelly, yesterday when Shelly texted me, um, she was simply sharing her hope that I would be asked to participate again. Now, the funny thing about this is she and I had not been talking about this. Um, And I hadn't expressed any desire to participate out loud to anyone. Um, I didn't even really expect to be asked again. um, I remember last year the coordinator was saying that she tries to get new people every year. 
Um, and so I wasn't expecting a return notification, invitation, anything like that. But unbeknownst to Shelly, I'd already received one. And so when te- Shelly texted me saying that she was hopeful that I'd be able to, you know, participate in this year's in a local branch this year, I thought, okay. Um, and so I shared with her that I'd already been contacted earlier in the week. And even though it wasn't an official invitation, it was more or less an email, you know, saying save the date, hold the date. Excuse me. And so I concluded my text with Shelly by simply saying, we shall see. Shelly's very, very quick. She's very astute. (laughs) She's very in tune with the Holy Spirit. And so she quickly chimed back. What does that mean? Why would you question participation? So I was having a moment. I, um, in the past, and apparently still from time to time, have battled with this thing called the imposter syndrome. For those of you that aren't familiar with that, I call it a confidence disturbance. I'm not, I really don't want to call it a syndrome, an illness, a malady or anything like that. Um, But the more familiar term is that it's a syndrome. And so basically it is a compilation of feelings. This is how I define it. It's a compilation of feelings of inadequacy and self-doubt despite personal or public success, despite your ability, despite your achievements. I'm also the type of person that I never want to rest on my own laurels. Um, And because of that, never wanting to rest on my own laurels, never wanting to say, excuse me, yeah, I did that. I was good. I was successful, whatever. Um, I'm, I, that couples with this syndrome. And so, um, because I never want to walk in pride, because I never want to be self-aggrandizing ever, let me be clear, um, I do battle with, from time to time, it's not, it's not always, um, it's, it's not often. It used to be really bad in the past, but I would say this is the first time this year, hallelujah, praise Jesus, that this syndrome this disturbance raised its ugly head Um, because I know God has given me assurance that my ability and my competency, my adequacy comes from him. You can find that in 2 Corinthians 3 and 5. I am a person that reads the word. I pray the word. I study the word. I trust the word. I stand on the word. Can I always do more? Sure. We can always believe more of God. We can always stand on more of God. But I read and pray and study the word of God sincerely, profusely, um, sometimes well into the next day. It's one and two in the morning. For example, today, this morning, Monday, I did not. Excuse me. I always cough when I do these podcasts, but I did not. Um, retired to bed until 3.30 this morning because I was so into my studies and my prayer. Hallelujah. And so I struggle at times with being good enough. I struggle with that. 
even though I've been ordained as pastor, even even though I, I'm recognized um, in myself and others have recognized various gifts of the spirit within me, um, I struggle with never being good enough. Maybe you do too. Um, even though I am seen and reminded that I'm a valid, sustainable, trusted resource by those in the church and those outside of our faith communities, I still wrestle with feelings of measuring up. And so dealing with the grief and the shock of Kobe's death yesterday, the frustration with my math homework, the joy to hear from my friend, um, and the excitement at, you know, that momentary excitement at her faith for participation in this year's event, all of those feelings got me. Dealing with that, hearing from that imposter syndrome again, all of those feelings I had to interpret in a moment. Hallelujah. Um, And I say that, I share those feelings with you because I don't want to give too much credit to the syndrome, right? You don't blame everything on evil, on the devil. Please don't do that. Hallelujah. But you do have to acknowledge when evil is present. When God shows you, you do have to acknowledge that. So again, I'm dealing with all of these things. And I knew um, I'd been watching my husband walk up and down the hallway. I was in the office, like I said, studying math and the, the news of Kobe's death just shocked the world. And so I could hear him sporadically, um, periodically just just calling out, oh, man. Oh, poor Vanessa. And so in this moment, we're talking within about 10 or 15 minutes equaling a moment. I just yelled out to him, we should pray. We should pray. Again, I didn't have the words. I was dealing with the, I was just trying to encapsulate the entire moment. And I just knew I needed to be in the presence of God. And so when I said that to him, I knew that it was a long shot. I knew that uh, my husband's not big on touching and agreeing. He's not big on uh, praying with me. Never has been. And I've gotten used to his absence um, in the spirit. I've gotten used to that over the years. But from time to time, you know, in earth shattering moments like this, I do do still want to connect with somebody, with him, him being my closest neighbor or nearby, um, and pray. And so again, this moment of just wanting to intercede for the bereaved and the shocked and um, wanting to not be shy about participating in another national event, um, the annoyance with algebra, um, excuse me, and my husband not wanting to take the lead in prayer. I was waiting for that for about 12 seconds, hopeful that he would just come into the room and take my hand and we would just storm the halls of, of, of heaven and it didn't happen. And so I had to take all of that. And I heard Holy Spirit say, literally, I gathered that and I just shifted my head when I realized it wasn't going to happen and I still needed to process everything. And when I shifted my head, I heard the Lord say, you cannot be afraid to pray. Prayer is the most aggressive thing you do. 
Holy Spirit was letting me know that while I was secretly hoping and waiting for my husband to take the lead, he was already submitting to my strength in that area. He, the Lord said, he sees you as the prayer leader. He sees you as the spiritual authority here. Walk in that. Stop shying away from that. Prayer is your domain. Rule there. And so I want to encourage you, child of the Most High God. I want to encourage you, beloved. I want to remind you to get into your domain and rule there. 1 Corinthians 12 and 7 says that you and I have been given a manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. So don't be shy about helping the common good. Use your gift. Rule there. Use your gift and help the common good. The Lord has been so faithful to us this month. He's talked so much about identity and assurance and simply uh, needing us, requiring us to just step up and be ourselves. He's been faithful to remind us day after day to bring it. And so, like I said, I had to quickly snap back and pull it all together. And so I won. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. I won another round against the imposter syndrome. I won another bout over intimidation. I fought the spirit of procrastination and waiting for someone else to do what God has asked me to do, and I won. So today, Monday, January 27, 2020, I want to remind you, I want to encourage you to get in your dominion and to rule there. Let God continue to bring you before great men and let God continue to bring great men and great events whether pleasant or unpleasant before you rule where you have been established it's not self-aggrandizing to do this it's honoring God with our gifts Matthew 25 talks about whether you have one gift or five gifts one gift or, or three talents five talents We can excel at them. We can use them and we can excel there. So go with God on this journey and let him teach you how to excel with your gift. Remember we talked about last week, letting your light so shine. Luke 19 and 13, I'll leave you with this verse. It simply says, do business with your talent until he returns. And otherwise, occupy till I come. Amen. Amen. Praise Jesus. Let's say some prayers for that because that's not always easy to do. And sometimes we get on a roll, excuse me, and things are going well. And then you have bouts, you have relapses like what I had for about five minutes yesterday. If even five minutes, I don't even want to give it five minutes. I don't even want to give it that much glory. Maybe three, two or three minutes. I was in the bout, I was in the ring with the imposter syndrome just for two or three minutes and I won and you can too. And I want to pray, I want to pray that you know that you can bear fruit and that you can win, that you can do business with your talent until Jesus returns. Father, in the name of God, you chose us and you appointed us to bear fruit, to bear fruit that would last. And I know, God, that 
when we ask in your name, when we ask according to your word, when we ask humbly and thankfully by your spirit. Your word says that you will give us whatever we ask. You are the gardener. You are the giver of gifts. And you've decided the measure that each of us should have, should build with. You've decided the tool. You've chosen the tool for each of us to work with. And so I ask you for your forgiveness every time I and my friend that's listening have shot away from that, have been fearful, have felt like we don't measure up, even though we've heard your decree, even though we've read your permission. I ask that you forgive us and I ask that you strengthen us and help us to commit to bearing fruit. I thank you, Lord God, that you see us as good ground. We are your people, your servants. We are those who hear your word, who understand your word, and that have been called and chosen to bear fruit in this life. And some days that will be a hundredfold fruit and some days it'll be 60 some days it'll be 30 but nevertheless we are as trees planted by the living water to bring forth fruit in its season and I declare your word Lord God that our leaf or our leaves won't wither I thank you God that leaf a leaf is a sign of of hope it's the first sign of life springing forth And so, God, I thank you for choosing us. I thank you for anointing us. I thank you for enabling us. And we pray, Father, against these confidence disturbers, whether it be the imposter syndrome or whether it just be uh, whatever, any feeling of fear, any feeling of inadequacy, any feeling of not being good enough, not being pretty enough, not being smart enough, not being strong enough, not being this or that enough. We ask that you would help us, remind us to put our confidence in you. Not in our, not resting on our own laurels, but putting our confidence in you. Help us to trust your promises. The word of God that we read. Help us to obey the word of God that we read. Because you've not given us a spirit of fear, as Timothy said, but you've given us a spirit of power first. And then of love. And then a spirit that says, execute sound judgment. And I thank you, Lord God, for forgiving us and for leading us away from and out of fear. And I thank you for what you've been instilling and depositing in us this month. I thank you for how you've been reassuring us and just charting a new course for our lives. Still in operation of the gifts that you've given us, just bringing it out more, just making us more sure, more secure in who we are and and in who we're not. So God, I thank you for this, the gift of peace. Above all else, the gift of peace of mind that reminds us and teaches us and assures us that we can use the gifts and talents, the tools that you've given us to help build and perpetuate your kingdom. Father, today, I choose not to be afraid. We choose not to be afraid. We choose to believe in you, God, to believe in Jesus, to believe in your word to us. Hallelujah. 
and to remember that you've given us a place in the kingdom. You've given us an aggressive gift that we need to use, that we need to rule through. You've given us an authority that we need to walk in. Let us not question our participation. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you all so much for joining. I'll see you tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, January 28, 2020, as we continue uh, being reminded about who we are and who we're not and walking in those gifts. Talk to you later. Thank you.